There's there's one there's actual an actual thing called audio slipping. I don't know if you've heard of it before. Mm. It's where if you record at different mm. rates. So for example, the normal average rate is forty four thousand kilohertz. That's how that's how fast you record audio at, right? And yeah. um, they're both set the same, by the way. So don't worry. But if you record at forty eight thousand kilohertz and I re- record at forty four thousand, then there's a thing called slipping where your audio goes faster than my audio. So by the end of the podcast, you'll be talking about a topic that I was what? talking about five minutes ago. That's mad, that isn't what? it? So, so it records at a quicker speed. Slightly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, it like just very, very gradually starts to slip out of sync. Yeah, how surely the the waves that come out of my mouth yeah. hit that like recorder at the same time? They do, but they're then processed at a different rate when they go back out onto like a yeah, like in, right, into okay, the system, yeah, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like American so American media has a faster rate of transmission than British media does. That's why we have different um, transmissions. So we have NTSC and PAL. So PAL is the American format, and NTSC is the British one. And that's for picture mainly. So the picture actually goes uh, in British stuff. I think NTSC is um, images in lines, vertical lines, and PAL is images in horizontal lines. So they're like actually made up completely differently. So with that being said, if you tried to play a film that was in PAL on an NTSC TV, it would go all mangled and look horrible. And it's also the same, which is crazier, <laughs> right? You listen to this, it's even crazier. Yeah, cool, if you cool, were to download cool. a music track that was made in American, uh, like in like an American waveform or in a higher hertz value, mm. yeah? If you were to download that, mm. then on when you play it back, it sounds like they're talk- singing in a higher pitch. Have you ever heard that before? Sometimes music tracks have like a higher pitch. Than they normally do. Yeah, you yeah, like yeah, listen yeah, to yeah. you think, oh, that sounds a bit higher pitch than normal. That's because it's recorded at a different yeah. rate. It's recorded at forty eight k or fifty four k rather than forty four, which is British standard. There we go. But if you didn't speed it up, right? If you left it the exact same speed and you didn't speed it up at all and you made it sound like normal British stuff, it would do that audio slipping, which is what yeah. I was just talking about at the start. So in order to fix it, I'd have to make so, you sound so faster. It's, it, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> is there like a set? It, surely someone's worked out the set amount as well. Yeah, yeah. If it's if it's that common, then someone's probably worked out the mathematics behind it already. Absolutely, and that's why you can just like click a button on like a audio software and does it all for you, rather than having to worry about it. Yeah. Doing it like manually. Uh, Anyways, welcome to the Worth It podcast. Now, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, 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 what is it that makes it? Is it just the manufacturers that want to make it different? It, it's just that the national standards for broadcast is different in different countries, and you have to um, wow. you have to export yeah. it. Which all. one's better? Which one's better? There's no better or worse. Isn't it is just what I works and what doesn't work. Basically, it's like driving on the left side of the road and driving on the right side of the road. You know. Everyone has their own reasons for why one's better than the other. But in reality, it's just driving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Absolutely mad. There are, like, um, like standards that everybody sticks to. So, like, people will always stick to, like, uh, for, for photography, for example, like, shooting in RAW. Everybody knows that na- naturally shooting in RAW is, like, something that's easier to grade or colour grade. So everybody does it. Um what is shooting in RAW? So, like, the RAW format is, like, um, everything's stripped out of it. So you get JPEG, you get PNG, you get RAW, 
And so raw is like the biggest file size you can imagine because it takes all of the information that it possibly can. So when you put it into like yeah. a uh, like a machine to post process it, so like you put it onto your it's laptop, it's got like a mostly finished image. No, it's it's quite the opposite actually. It's got the mostly unfinished image, but it's got all of the data for you to finish it. So like for example, if you shot in Adobe what? RGB, yeah. So Adobe RGB has already have mm. has like a grade on it already, so it looks nice. So that's why you know like your point and shoot camera that you buy on the internet. And you just like set it up, you put it in automatic yeah. mode and you just take a photo and you go, oh, that looks amazing. That's because it's already applied its own grade onto it. But as a professional yeah. photographer, you want to grade it yourself. You want it to make it look a certain way. So you shoot in raw and in a profile that's called flat, yeah, which takes out all of the colors, all of everything, then, yeah, but it yeah. still gives you all the data to put it all back in. You know? That is mad. Yeah. So, yeah, so like yeah, Adobe, so yeah, exactly. Like more. And there's a there's Whereas, another if you don't yeah you're completely right yeah there's one thing in film that's, called yeah. Rec Seven O Nine and that's like your color space basically your color science that you work mainly work with there's loads of other ones there's loads of ones that like Red for yeah. example a camera company they design their own color spaces but Rec Seven O Nine is like a specific standard that most camera companies can shoot in as such. Um, yeah. And it it allows you to access the very highest of whites and the very darkest of of, of blacks. Um, and basically, the more flatter that you can shoot, then the more data the camera can capture in order for you to edit it in. And if like Adobe RGB, for example, it gives it like a, a quite a saturated look, so it will take out certain elements of a shot that you might want afterwards so for example i i took a photo of like the woods but there's no real blue in woods to be honest unless you have like a really nice blue sunny sky so adobe yeah. rgb or like a color grade that's already pre-applied in an automatic setting might take away all the blue as data and just get rid of it because it didn't want to take it in because it wasn't there however if i was to shoot in raw and i was to go into post and i was to edit it and i was it's to take all the green yeah. out and put blue in instead it's got that data it's saved it already basically there you go. Uh, so there's my three-year degree. You, you've just had it in the last uh, nine minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. Cool. Yeah. Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Worth It podcast. We are here on season three. It's 2021. We're here with episode one. And hello to Jonathan Malford. Hello. Hi. How is it are. going? It's yeah, it's going. Oh, good. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, so we're starting with a new, I guess, style of podcast. We're going to talk about a couple of different things. The whole structure, I guess, has changed slightly, so I really do hope you enjoy. But anyways, let's get right into it. <laughs> I know too much about some dumb shit with cameras. Um, um, I, I well, could bore people all that's, day. That's what... Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, what it is. that's what it is to be clever. It's just to be specifically knowledgeable about one subject. I mean, what, what is what is that kind of clever? Is 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 a clever person somebody who knows a little bit about everything, or is a clever person somebody who knows a lot about one thing, or is they are they uh, both the same thing? Well, no, a clever person is the person that knows a lot about one thing. It, you know, you pay for the privilege at some point for them to be that clever about it, like surgeons and doctors. Mm. you pay for them to get that specific. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Otherwise, you're just living life. You're not clever. You're just, a, you know, you're the average bloke. Yeah. It's got to be. I guess so. But then, say, for example, you've got like a handyman, right? 
and that's and yeah. their job is to be useful at doing you know our jobs around houses that... and all those bits and pieces is that guy clever you're about to put your foot on it why yeah you're about to put your foot on it because he does know a lot yeah he does know a lot about that specific but i bet you he'll know the types of wood the types of like things he can use he'll have learned from all those mistakes and that and again that's what you pay for the privilege yeah that's why you pay a builder to Absolutely. do that me and you if we just like bought a plot of land and all the like stuff we couldn't make a house no we couldn't make a house that stood for like nothing he is clever it's just uh yeah in a very specific and if he field. carried on if he went past that and he kept on looking further and further do you know what i mean he'd be building skyscrapers and mm-hmm. that's just that's how people like that have, you know created. yeah yeah it's, it's gone he to goes, a point Actually, I, I enjoy this yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it just keeps going deeper. That's why, like anything that you ever do, or any kind of like thing that you choose to learn, you can always improve in every way, can't you? There's, there's no like stopping. Yeah. There's no like maximum cap no. that you can reach. It's not like a video game where you hit max level well, and that's uh, it. Yeah. Um, uh, it, if you know, you're absolutely right. Yeah, you couldn't. I was gonna say it's because it's in human nature, isn't it, to like make mistakes? Do you know what I mean? So there's always gonna be a way yeah. in which you can improve. Yeah. It's not just that, but you haven't got that, you know, capability to have that much information in your brain at one time. There's no way. Yeah. Like, uh, like if you if you were to become a brain surgeon, like, boof, you've got to like, you know, tunnel vision past all the other stuff that goes past you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like driving and doing all kinds of like stuff, and you've just got to blanket and like focus on this set bit of information that you need to know. I mean, so like, if you were to know everything about every information, your yeah. brain would have to be. Ink, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it'd have to be super sophisticated. Although it doesn't mean that just because you you know how to perform brain surgery, it doesn't mean that you like lose other stuff that you've already learned in the past. It's just that it's suppressed to a point at which it's not in the forefront of your mind. So, like for example, yeah. like a brain surgeon, if say for example he he learned to like. 30 years to do his to practice his art or whatever and then yeah. he hasn't ridden a bike in like 20 years and he just gets on a bike and yeah, all of a sudden he knows yeah, how yeah. to ride a bike it's not it's not that he deleted that memory it's just that he suppressed it behind yeah, the other important yeah. stuff that he needed at that time it's it's like little things that you don't like well if you were going to be a doctor you wouldn't care about other languages so like like i know like bonjour and like how to like ask them how their day is yeah he's just gonna you know he's just gonna push that straight to the back of his mind it's got nothing to do with his day to day but then I don't think yeah. anyone's that intelligent to like know so much about everything I don't think anyone can do I that I think experience allows you to reorganise your brain to allow those memories to come to the forefront to allow you to decide yeah. on something as such so like it, yeah. the older you get or the more stuff that you do it allows you to go right I know in this situation that I need to do yeah. X you know yeah. what I mean like muscle memory, but with the brain. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Doing a repeat uh, task as such. And I, you can see that even with, um, you know, like, even something as simple as working out, right? You work out over and over and over again, and your muscles decide to get to a point at which it knows that this is this, this and, uh, and gets bigger and stronger and all that jazz. I don't know the technical details. I'm talking like a basic uh, bitch. Anyway, Dr. Jones and Dr. Malford. Christ, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that, that could all be totally wrong. I know. Like, uh, <laughs> That's the, it's the wonderful thing of the internet, is that anybody's right. Uh, <laughs> Everybody's right all the time. This is opinion. <laughs> do, do confirm. This is opinion. Yeah, it's absolutely opinion. Uh, Anyways, so we've hit 2021, Jonathan, and what 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 is going on? 
I mean, 2020 went by really Same weirdly quick. Last year. But I know it's like it's like cool. it came to it came to New Year's Eve and it was nice and all that jazz. But we were still all in kind of like this semi lockdown state and nobody could go and see anyone. And then it came to we were January. Down, just no one said yeah, it. Yeah, and everything was yeah. just the same. Nothing really happened. It was a couple of fireworks on New Year's Eve, and that was about it. <laughs> it was a bit boring, other than that. But um, I I wanted to try and set some. I guess realistic uh, New Year's resolution kind of stuff that related to business and related to exercise, and I mean, yeah, yeah and I, I obviously I started running didn't I in in like when was it? Was it October, November? Yeah, yeah you did. And yeah. I went all the way through yeah. to the end of the year. I was a good boy and I did it, but then I took a little break over Christmas because you know it's Christmas and all that jazz. Um, have you got back into it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely have. Yeah, have you? New new trainers, new new me. <laughs> is, that, is that what it is really? yeah absolutely and then hopefully I can continue it on for as long as possible because you know I, I like doing stuff that where I can see improvement it's, and if I can see improvement yeah. then I'm more likely to carry it on I guess so as long as you want it like do, do you work like that as well do you do you like see improvement and continue on or do you work yeah. differently I, I, I don't know really yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I have no idea I just I just do it. I know if if you want to be tougher or stronger, then you need to do the tougher and stronger things, which is like lifting weights and all. Yeah. So that's just what I do. Yeah. It's like you always ask yourself, like, oh, what is it that makes that guy like bigger? Mm-hmm. It, it's doing the, you know, it's just lifting things at heavy. <laughs> as simple as Absolutely. that. Absolutely. As simple as that. I mean, I, I, eating yeah. stuff. Uh, I, I think with my brain, the way in which I look at things is if I can't see something working or or. I guess improving. Yeah. Then I just switch off and I go, nah, I'm not interested anymore, and just start something else instead. Instant results. Yeah. Like uh, I'm, a, I'm very, very needy like that. Like this, I want, I want the information there, there, there. It's got to work straight away. Mm-hmm. Shocking behaviour. Well, I'm just saying, people like you when they platter in sports, they do steroids. <laughs> <laughs> Keep an eye on. Oh them. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus, that's mad. Uh, no, I go what you mean. Like yeah. I don't know, just fucking. Like, so in do that, you like, see instant results? Do you do you see instant results off of running? Off of running? No. What what yeah. what I did was I tracked it on apps and stuff. So I saw myself going further every day. Yeah. Um. Yeah, 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 and, and with yeah. that, it allowed me to push a bit further. I think the uh, the captivation of um, uh, calorie counting and making sure that doing exercise in order to counter that. Calories as well. Yeah. It actually, really helped me because it kind of gave me something to focus on. Rather than just going, right, it's six o'clock, it's time to go on a run. Yeah, yeah, it just like said, okay, if I do this now, then that means that I'll be here on the points. So therefore, that's did good. It, you know? Did it show on your body? Like, Yeah, absolutely. I lost, I've lost a stone. How much is it's, that? In, like, kilograms? I, I don't know, but I went from 88 kilograms to just, just lower than 80. I was like 79. Is it 79? Oh, yeah, yeah. You weigh less than I do. Yeah. But like a bit. See, there we go. Uh, so it, it did really work. We've swapped places. That's mad. Uh, <laughs> um, I just I stopped eating for three weeks as well. <laughs> no, I didn't really. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but So in that actually... Come back, you've got cheekbones that are touching your eyeballs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, all of my ribs. You can count every one. It's not the six pack. It's the it's the rib I'll count. Playing you like the uh... like the xylophone. <laughs> yeah, <that's it. laughs> oh my god! Um, something that I was like looking at last year. Um, obviously, mm. with our lack of ability to go outside, it sort of allowed us to explore local area and local bits and pieces more. And I know for a fact yeah, that we made yeah, EXN, yeah. Um, and I was looking at 
I was looking at Exploration Nation and the way in which we made that. And um, Steve actually wrote some like really interesting locations that weren't actually very far away at all. And half of them I had no idea ever existed. For example, the Dungeon Woodland in Heswell, which was some, yeah. like a completely new experience for me. And it was literally like what it's it's walking distance from my house currently, yeah. which is absolutely crazy yeah, yeah, to think yeah. that something like that exists so close. So with that being said, last year I kind of looked at more places that we could go and go out and explore and wander around and all that jazz. It turns out that the EXN stuff was actually in locations that weren't only beautiful, but were also within an hour's drive from the house, um, which is something absolutely crazy. And it's something that I kind of want to look towards doing more within this year as well even though with the lockdown state obviously we can't we can't do it now but we can i guess we can go out and exercise with one other person but yeah within this next year i defo want to go out more in the local area around like the likes of the yorkshire dales and all that jazz get up in the peak district cumbria for example we haven't even been to cumbria yet so that, yeah. some mad little some mad little ventures on the horizon what did you think of our filming on the Snowden. That was a big build up to that question. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You were waiting uh, yeah, on it like I, on I, knife edge then yeah, for yeah, the question. You are abs- absolutely right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there we are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny that. You went on like a tangent. I, I know. You got lost. I, I, was, I was trying, I was to, I was trying to regain. I was like slipping down the slope trying to catch myself. <laughs> yeah. So come on, the question's here uh, somewhere, I promise. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, you are right. Like the the amount of time I spend inside now, it's yeah, it's it's horrible. Yeah. So getting out, going for walks and that, and there are places nearby. It doesn't matter where you are, there are places mm-hmm. nearby like that you can go and see and have a look at. Even places like uh, you know, like Manchester and stuff. And my my girlfriend's obviously brought up in Manchester, and yeah. she yeah. it's obviously a massive concrete jungle, isn't it? But Withinside mm. that, there's loads and loads of green spaces. I mean, she lives right next to this huge, huge park. It's a lovely, lovely little little spot to go walking. Like, so yeah, mm. everywhere, as you say, everywhere has got some like little gem spots that you can go and yeah. discover. Can you get the train? Is the train like out of options now? Um, you can still get the train. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah I'm sure I could get the train and go for a walk. Like, as long as you're socially distancing yourself and that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's all about yeah, that whole, you. like, don't gather in groups to people that aren't part of your household yeah. and all that jazz. Yeah. So as long as you can do something yeah. solo or with one other person from your house, then I guess, yeah. yeah. And then hopefully if everybody yeah. follows the rules, then we can look at actually going out properly within, like, you know, March, April, May, June. The, the summer months when it actually gets nicer weather as well. Because at the yeah, minute, obviously, it's bloody freezing, isn't it? Oh, my God. Yeah. And then the wind's horrible. The, the sleety snow stuff is horrible as well. I love it. I absolutely really, love it. you like it, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah, I love it. The, the, the colder it is, the better. The more reason I have to get comfortable and put as many layers on as I can. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I love it. They're like going outside. Yeah. You're cold for like uh, you know, the first five minutes, but once you get going, mm-hmm. you soon forget about that. Like, It's that whole, like, to, like you step out the door and you think, oh, God, that feels horrible. I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> the instant moment of regret. Yeah. But you work through it, don't you? Well, you're into swimming, aren't that you? And that, and that kind of thing's the same thing, isn't it? Getting in the pool's freezing. <laughs> yeah. The first time you put your toes in the pool, like, you've just got to get it done. Yeah. Get your head under and get swimming straight away. Absolutely. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. I probably has readied me. Look at you, psychoanalyzing yeah, me. That probably has readied me. <laughs> <laughs> that probably has readied me for, like, later life. Absolutely. Just getting my head down. So you knew there was always yeah, one I've thing always that was good, good about swimming. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> that that was I can it. I'll deal with the cold. <laughs> 
Bloody hell. Oh, man. That is, that, yeah. that is the only thing that's good about swimming. If you're out there, kids, and you're trying to get into swimming, don't. It's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great life advice there. Uh, uh, life advice. Choose a sport that you don't just, like, sing into the bloody water. Any sport that you can, like, get outside of your own brain, honest to God. Mm. It's horrible. I used to do, like, maths equations whilst I was swimming lamps to keep myself entertained. <laughs> Bring, like, homework with me and finish it in my head and then write the answers down when I got out. Oh, my God. Honestly, no bananas. Way. It was like... Well, you if, if you used to have to swim like four hundred meters, mm-hmm. which is like, I think it's like thirty. It's a couple of it's, it's a lot of lengths. You work out as you go, pretty much. Yeah. But like, once they set you off, they sit down and have their morning cup of tea. All the coaches do. They're loving it. <laughs> they're having the, like the best time, and you are inside your own head. Yeah. Just like working your way through life, it's mad. Yeah, come up with some. Yeah. People might like that, you know, a little bit of solidarity. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, no, you are right. It is good to a certain extent. To sort yourself out, you do need that space. And swimming is perfect for it because, like, you can't hear anything under the water. All you're doing is focusing on that, like, continuous, like, momentous movement. Mm. So your brain, it does wonder. But, blooming heck. <laughs> you end up thinking about all kinds of things. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Going off on crazy tangents, I've, like in this podcast. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh Walking my god, yeah, New Year's resolutions. Do you have any at all this year? Do you have any that you want to look forward to? Something you New want to Year's do? Resolutions. Yeah, anything like that? You know, I had them all before last year. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah, like, I, I, the first thing I did was get rid of all my social media. Mm-hmm. That was, that was like, perfect. That's a big move, though. Yeah, it is a big move. Well, when you start looking at that kind of behaviour as normal, you've got to remember there's something wrong with you now. <laughs> it was mad. Yeah. So, I, like, I'm, when you first pull up the videos and they're so cringy and you hate it, mm-hmm. like, you eventually get used to it, don't yeah. you? And you start, you stop hating them. Yeah. That's when there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Get rid of that. <laughs> I was like, there's no way that can be normal behaviour for me. No chance. It's just so easy to so pull your phone went. out, isn't it, and go on social media? It's just, it's yeah. just unlock just, your phone and that's it. You're there. Engrossed. You just... It's easy to waste time, like, but just that's the that's the one thing in life that you've got a finite amount of time. Yeah. And you just what is the point in wasting it like? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. obviously it's it's made a little bit tougher by the fact that we can't actually go out and do anything at the minute. But so it's so it's even more easier yeah. to sit down and waste away and do stuff, play video games, yeah. go on social yeah. media, watch videos, watch TV. Yeah. All that jazz. Yeah, but when you you can do that, but you can like like when you watch TV, you do learn from it sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, like, I don't know. If you watch Breaking Bad and stuff like that, you learn from it. You understand like like a little bit about more about chemistry and that. <laughs> the dodgy kind of chemistry. Anything. Yeah. Well, don't name a single thing that you've learned off of TikTok. Mm, that's true. None of it's none of it's useful. In Apart your from life, a cool dance, you can learn stuff. What? Apart from a cool little dance. If I see you dancing on TikTok, I'm deleting you as a friend on everything. <laughs> uh, you, there's no worries. It's no. Oh, that's all right it. then. <laughs> I, can't, I can't dance normally. Oh my god. Well, okay. Uh, yeah. So speaking of technology, I, I've got this. Um, cool. 
some like weird hook and you you obviously know this i got this weird hook for buying ridiculous tech that sometimes i don't need and sometimes i do need and i always have like a like yeah. a like a room full of rubbish to say the least <laughs> it's yeah, full of tech yeah, that i have yeah. used toys and maybe, that you haven't yet played yeah with. i just That's what you've i just like for. opening things you know what i mean yeah, yeah. I, I, I love amazon saying <laughs> your package is on its way <laughs> that's why i shouldn't be allowed access to adult money and speaking of not being allowed access to adult money i have something here it was actually a present so i can't say i bought it myself but it's called the rocket book i don't know if you've heard of it before have you ever heard of it no okay no, so no, what no. it is it's a reusable notepad yeah and how and how it works is you write your notes as you normally would write notes as such um, and then you scan the what page it, and it upload. It, like? it literally looks like a book, like genuinely like a normal A5 notebook. You know, you just yeah. turn the pages, normal line pages, all that jazz. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you scan it in, you upload your, uh, say for example, you set it up on like different sections. So there's like a yeah. rocket symbol, there's like a diamond symbol, a, a food one. Yeah, loads of different symbols for different like areas yeah. that you can upload it to. So at the minute, yeah. my rocket one is set to my meeting notes for, for worth it for my company. Yeah, so right, yeah, every time yeah, I scan yeah. the page in, I press the rocket and it just uploads it straight to my meeting notes. And then what I do then is you get like a little, it's got like a microfiber cloth that comes with it. You wet it slightly yeah. and just wipe it clean. You just start again. Carry on now. Is it like a special pen? Yeah, it's a special pen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah do you remember, do you ever get those pens? In, did you ever use them in secondary school? Those, um, can, those reusable. Will you send me a picture of that? Because I cannot form it in my head. Really? All right, I will send yeah, you a picture yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. So, does it have pages like? It's like literally a normal pages? book, as you as you just get like a normal A five or A four book out. Yeah, it yeah. looks exactly like that. Although the page is made of this special texture, so it's almost like yeah. a whiteboard, but not quite like a whiteboard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that you can write yeah. with the special pen and just rub it straight off and just start again. Uh, how long does it take to upload? And that was it just. It's instant. Away? It's literally instant. They're like a like a kilobyte That's... worth of data. It's bad, That's isn't mad. it? Yeah, that is really good. So, because yeah. I always write random notes and I always lose them, um, and I have like oh, notebooks yeah. like full of stuff in my drawer. I am looking at my notepad right now like it doesn't deserve anything. Honest <laughs> to God, yeah, uh, it's like this shabby piece of paper hung together by like metal rings. Yeah. Uh, well, that notepad like... that you have there is the exact same structure as this rocket book. It's just that you know you can uh, wipe and reuse a rocket book and you can't wipe and reuse a notepad God, i wouldn't recommend trying it i mean it's not gotten rid of my use of sticky notes because i really like sticky notes because obviously I, I slap them onto like my monitor Everything. whenever i need it yeah, yeah, yeah. and it reminds me straight away and i still use calendars and stuff um but like but man this this notes thing is absolutely brilliant it's crazy so yeah that's a quality how does it have to charge in that the rocket book? No, it's it's just literally paper, and you scan it with your phone. You do up the uploading and scan it with your phone. And then you got like an app. Yeah, it's got phone. a special rocket book app that recognizes the page, and it translates everything that you've written into text and puts it up onto the as a note. Does it? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. What about if your handwriting's awful? It it literally takes a picture of the screen, so you just have to hope that you can read your own handwriting. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, it doesn't it doesn't like change into text itself. Because that would yeah. be crazy. That would be a cool update. But you can get it in all different sizes. So you can get like a tiny size, like a little, little, little tiny one, A8 yeah. or whatever the hell you want to call it. You can then get like an A4 one, get like a big one, do drawings on it and stuff. Because um, these pens, you can get them in like Tesco and stuff, the normal pens, and you can use them on normal yeah. paper. The, the only difference is um, the Rocketbook stuff is made, the paper's made from a special texture where it doesn't dent when you write on it. Yeah. Um, because uh, otherwise, yeah. if you were to just to write 
on like a normal piece of paper, you dent where you write the letters. And when you rub mm. it off, the dent is there still. So you might go over it and it would be really awkward to write in. Yeah. I don't know if you ever do that, but sometimes I press too hard with a pen and that's oh, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so. annoying, like, isn't it? But yeah, it's a absolutely crazy, crazy cool invention. I had to had to ask for it, and yeah, Layla yeah. got it for me, so it was really cool, really really cool. Um, but yeah, a stupid What's crazy bit of tech. Like? Is it any good? The app is amazing. It's really highly rated as well on the App Store. It's one of like the editor's yeah. choice ones, um, and it's obviously oh, yeah. the the only thing that you can use for you know that feature. There is there is like um. You know, with uh, I think Siri can do it, and I also think that Bixby can do it as well for Samsung. They can scan the page and they can translate it into text and do the same thing with the notes. But it's just the idea of being able to reuse the paper, which is the cool thing I quite like. Yeah. So never have to worry about constantly buying books and stuff. Yeah, I can imagine that eventually I'll have to renew it over time. They'll get to a point where you know I've, I'll have reused it that many times that it'll it'll start. Like the paper will start going like black, for example, because I've been wiping it so much. Yeah. But other than that, it's wicked. Uh, it's absolutely wicked. Yeah, no. um, yeah. So I mean, I can't think of anything last year that I that I bought or had apart from obviously you know new laptops and new microphones are always yeah. nice and cool. But I can't think of anything else that's as cool as this bloody reusable book that I bought. Uh, Mad. That, yeah. That- that is pretty good. Yeah. There really hasn't been much improvement over the last year, has there? With regards to tech? Yeah. I mean, other than the vaccine, no. Not really. Yeah. Um, I think uh, it's just everything. They did change the uh, McDonald's menu so you can now see what you're ordering. Oh, my and God. Thank God for that. was a step forward, yeah, wasn't it? I know, yeah. <sighs> Once that happened, I just... Didn't we? We asked ourselves just how far forward can humankind come before it's uh, yeah. reached the pinnacle? Brilliant, and I think it's nearly at the top now, isn't it? I mean, you could already see the menu on the screen, you know. You know when you hit the drive-through. Yeah, but you couldn't see what you'd ordered, could you? Yeah, on the on the little console where the microphone is. Yeah, it gives you your order. It's just that I think it's for like the passenger as well now, the new screen thing. But anyway, it's a much better idea because they used to have like the turnstile boards, didn't they? Which used to have like a piece of paper which advertised what was in it and now it's all electronic which is much better <laughs> oh my goodness what, what else I, has happened over the last year? I mean they, they did actually open there. a new McDonald's which is like a mile away from the old one which means that nobody yeah. knew it was there either because they didn't really properly advertise it which is great because it stayed there quiet for ages <laughs> what else has happened what else has been brought out PS5 Xbox One series no Xbox mm. I can't remember what it's called the new Xbox yeah. anyway is it worth um, it? Well, I don't know. The PS5, I mean, it was great being able to get our hands on it, but at the same time, not only did nobody else have one, um, uh, but mm-hmm. I, I, I'm literally every night playing PlayStation 4 games on it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean... Is that is I, that all that's... There is, like, I think four, maybe, five PlayStation 5 games that are out currently, and they're all not really to my taste, apart from Assassin's Creed. Um, and then they obviously oh. they butchered Cyberpunk, so I mean we don't yeah, even talk about Cyberpunk. <laughs> uh, Pulled off the store and all that jazz. Oh my goodness! Was, is is that what is that what's holding back the console then? Just that the games aren't there for it yet. Um, I, I think the minute. Well, there's a couple of mates that I've got it, 
and yeah. it's just like they're not hollering about it. Do you know what I mean? It's just normally when something good comes out and it is the top of the range and it's yeah. been like you know it's breaking. And normally someone's mentioning it. The biggest no thing one. that like Sony had to brag about with the release of this was the controller and the way in which the haptic feedback felt. And that's something that yeah. everyone said is amazing, and it is absolutely amazing. The new control is brilliant. I think with regards yeah. to like playback and the increase in game potential isn't really that mm. prevalent because there's they're still due releasing stuff. It happened right back, you know, in, when the PS4 released. What they did what, was what, they due released uh, products. So basically, when when a when a game releases, they have to release on multiple platforms to cater for multiple people. So they know that a large proportion of people won't have a PS5 yet. They'll have a PS4. So what they do is they release a PS4 version and the PS5 version. And, you know, the same for the the Xbox and the new Xbox. Um, So basically... Yeah, they've got to do that for a while, though, because people won't get the new PlayStation for With all the mad supply issues and stuff, which means that they can't, like, like, max out on how good they make a game. Do you know what I mean? Because you've always got to make a downgraded version mm-hmm. for the PS4. So yeah, therefore, yeah, there's yeah, there's no real graphical boosts at the minute. There's no real mad world building expansions up. Have you played a game that's like any like like any better on the PS5? Yes. Well, I mean, and every every game at the minute is currently better on the PS5 because it's always graphically more enhanced, and it's, some of them are designed to actually use yeah. the uh, the controller and stuff. They just released a new update yeah. for Assassin's Creed where the actual bow and arrow it does haptic feedback on it. Right at the very start, when we first yeah, got the yeah, PS5, yeah. it had no haptic feedback at all on the actual um, thing, so it was just like a normal controller, which is a bit of a disappointment to be honest. But I tell you what, one game that is absolutely amazing on the PS5, and that's the the new Spider Man, Spider Man Miles Morales. It's absolutely stunning. Not only does it yeah. look good, but the controller is controller? ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculously yeah. good as well. Web slinging, obviously, and it, every time it like shoots a web out of his wrist, it does like a proper vibrated feel. Um, there was you get, one like, more like enticed into the game. Oh, totally. It's weird how much you get submerged into the actual content because there was like yeah, there was like a yeah, scene right at the start where there were his phone vibrated in his pocket and the bottom right of the controller vibrated in your hand and yeah. I had my headphones that, in as well uh, and my headphones are really good uh, quality too so it just made it so much better amazing and that the whole opening sequence to to the Spider-Man game is brilliant um imagine like Skyrim or something yeah i mean you know, like single player like Elder story Scrolls involved do. they with, do really need to release on. They've got one coming out. Lost in that. Um, what's it yeah. called? Uh, Horizon. You know Horizon Zero Dawn. Ever heard of that game? Is is, is that where they like hunting robot? Robot like dragon things. Dinosaurs. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're releasing a new version of that. That's coming out um, quite soon, actually. I think it's February, maybe. Yeah. And that is fully haptic sorted, designed for the PS5. You know, to release on the is PS5 and all that. P- Purely on the PS5, is it the it's, it, it's going to come to the PS4 as well, but, um, but they they've made it for the PS5 specifically. So is it the same like disc? Is it the same? Like, well, game? no, no. You can buy a PS5 copy of it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. obviously, I'm, I'm proper. I, I might get it. I I played a little bit of the first one. Wasn't really too into it to be honest. I'm one of those mm. terrible people that loves multiplayer games anyway. So 
<laughs> get get too yeah, obsessed yeah, with yeah. it. Um, uh, but speaking of of immersion and stuff, I, something that I wanted to talk about as like a bit of a a bit of a topic today in in the podcast in general was the idea of escapism. And you know, due to the pandemic, people have been yeah. sat at home more. They've been doing more, I guess, uh, online stuff like gaming, like TV watching. Um, and that whole escaping from reality is something that's become more and more prevalent, um, yeah. I guess. So Craved. craved. That, that is yeah, a good word for it. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I know for a fact that myself, I've been doing loads more gaming than I normally would would do as such. And loads less going outside, to be honest. <laughs> so um, yeah. I guess, so you, you know about the idea of escapism. You know about the idea of the, the theory behind it and all that, yeah. don't you? Uh, yeah. yeah so, quickly explain it though. Go on. Yeah, go on. And so it's the idea um, that people, I, I guess, escape from the the reality of life as such, and they uh, yeah of their own life. Uh, the way in which it's normally meant to happen is it's meant to be um, something that you can do that you wouldn't be able to do in real life as such. And a, and a prime example that they always told us back in back in even in A level, um, a prime example was GTA. So that was a, a recreation of a real life scene and a real life setting, and you could be whoever you wanted to be without any implications on your real life person as such. Yeah. So that's the whole idea yeah. of escapism, um, and it can take many different forms. So as I just said, then it can be like real life stuff. So GTA, for example, um, it can be like a, a like a racing game, and that's another example mm. of real life. But it can also be um, something that is not real, but it still allows you to escape from the setting that you're currently in. Like, for example, I I guess your space-related games, like Journey, uh, which is like Mm -hmm. a space exploration game. Um, So that that is is very heavily... realistic. Yeah, yeah, realistic. uh... But also at the same time, not realistic, because obviously you'll never be able to see an alien or jump through hyperspace in like a a mad (laughs) ship. Well, not now anyway. Um, But that idea that it's nothing to do with an implication on you in the real life is that is that whole escapism theory and what it what it's behind. Um, I wanted to know in the actual podcast today what what you actually thought of escapism in film and TV, because obviously escapism is something that is very heavily oriented around gaming, but in film and TV, hmm, is it is it as strong? I I suppose, like everything is to do with escapism do you know what I mean like everything you do mm. like watching the telly like you watch a, a, a detective series like you're putting yourself in the shoes of being that detective and stuff like that yeah yeah. it's the same like like you were saying it's the exact same with the game like you you're on GTA and you do those things that you'd never do in real life to see mm-hmm. you know the sequence of events that happens from then on and like yeah. you know it's got nothing to do with what you really like on the outside of a game. Do you know what I mean? You just want to see, like curiosity. Do you know what I mean? To see what happens yeah. next. Absolutely. I suppose that's that's the same as like TV shows. Is like you're watching the series of events, trying to put yourself in the shoes of mm-hmm. whatever you know, whatever the main character is or whatever. It's always that escapism of trying to like see what someone else's life is like like to live and be in their shoes or whatever yeah yeah and it goes hand in hand with immersion as well doesn't it so d- depending yeah. on how well something is written or designed will depend yeah. on how immersed you are as a person and then exactly. will then have exactly. like a reacting effect to how much escapism you feel towards that particular situation um, and i think yeah. like the higher the rating of a tv show and all that jazz it affects more people it can be very specific i think can't it so you've got like um 
like for example like comedy is always very specific to the person like i know for a fact that i like yeah. i quite like spoof style comedy stuff and i know that you don't john um what kind of comedy no, do you like no no, no. It, it's it's, it's got to be clever it's got to make yeah. me like like lead me into a train of thought and then like switch it quickly or something like that whereas i, I don't know a couple of, like um what's that one uh Come on, where he's like a spy, but he's awful, and he's like going around. Uh, he's Johnny English. No, no, no. Yeah, but yeah, like Johnny English. Actually, again, English, yeah. I just I can't get into it because if it's not a reasonable sequence of events, yeah. Then why would you ever do that? Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, uh, I see. But I like it when it's clever, like, and it, you know, it leads you into that train of thought, and then it will switch it or something like that. Are you a fan of the in between us? Uh, yeah 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 i did like him when he came out like because you could as a as a young lad you could see yourself making those mistakes mm-hmm. and doing that stupid things like yeah. like they played on like emotions you know what i mean and yeah when you are upset you do stupid things and yeah that's like that's what get you into stupid situations like it's so, that yeah, whole yeah, idea of like relatability that. isn't it yeah it's yeah, got yeah. to be relatable that- for it to work the immersion, that's exactly what it is. If you mm-hmm. can relate to that person in such a way, yeah. and like, then you can like immerse your way into it. I suppose yeah. that is why, go back to it, PlayStation are trying to make the controllers so like responsive and like, do you know what I mean? Just trying to immerse you so into it that you like put yourself in that thing, like in their shoes. Yeah, absolutely. It's, a, it's the exact same thing, isn't it? Yeah, because you've got to feel a part of it, haven't you? It. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I completely agree, and it's like the the whole idea behind, uh, uh, I guess, the, the pickiness of certain people and and immersion and relatability. Um, the, the more relatable that something is, then the more likely you are to feel what that person feels in that particular yeah. in that particular moment. As such, in that, yeah. for example, a TV which show, is, which is why Breaking Bad was so fantastic. Mm-hmm. And like shows like that, where you like you stepped through every stage of it with them, yeah. and you put yourself in their position, and you, you agreed with it, didn't you? With Breaking Bad, when he was doing those things, you went, "Yeah, that is the course of action that you'd have to take in that situation." Yeah, yeah. And like that's why when he got into the situations that he did, you had your hand in your, you know what I mean? You had your heart in your mouth at some points, mm-hmm. sitting on the edge of your seat. It's because you could see yourself in that situation that you got into. And you know what the craziest thing to think about that that whole show in itself, he's an anti hero, so he's actually doing bad. He's he's doing exactly. bad things all the time and he's an actual yeah, bad exactly. guy. Exactly. So naturally when you look down upon that, if you were to step back and look at it from like a an analytic point of view Outside he's not a good person. No. Yeah. You know yeah what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like the entire thing he's, is about him not being a good person. He has people killed and he kills people. Do you know what I mean? That makes him yeah. a bad person, but he but you like him journey. you like him so exactly. much you know what i mean it's yeah. it's crazy and do you know what i think i think that whole idea you say so you say it's relatable right but mm. breaking bad is about somebody who is not a relatable person to you because you're not a bad person no. you don't go and commit crimes you don't murder people but mm. at the same time the stuff within like subliminally within the actual script and within the actual story that's been written that is relatable in a way which allows you to attach those emotions and feelings so he has a family he has he has a life and it's getting torn away from him and you kind of feel in that way attached to the actual program itself it's like you know you look at the likes of interstellar you look at gravity you look at the martian those those actual space Mm. 
designed uh, programs. And you think, how am I liking this so much when I can't relate to it in the slightest? But you can relate yeah. to it. You can relate to the person itself. It's all about the personality of the actor, of course, and how they yeah. portray themselves on screen. That helps loads, of course. But, but you know, the, the story in a way in which it's written, it has to be somewhat, I guess, somewhat do. relatable. Yeah, they have to do the same basic things that we have to do. Yeah. And they, yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? Eat shit. You can, like, tell the wackiest story on the planet. You can go full Tim Burton and just do something absolutely mad. But yet, as long as the character is something or resembles a real person, it's going to be relatable to someone. Exactly. That's right. You're not going to like this bit, but that's why books are so much better. (laughs) It honestly is. It honestly is. Because it gives you the, like, it gives you the ability... Because what they do is they hint at you. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? They put you in that position and then they hint at you and you think, oh, you know, you're angry about this, you're angry about that. And you work yourself into the mindset of what that, like, you know, what that writer's trying to do to you. Yeah, yeah. You can't get that from TV shows and stuff. Uh, do you know why you that can't. is, though? Go on. It, it's, it's because you basically, you're, you're then allowed to build your own world around what is written. So you can yeah. have your complete own picture. If you never saw Daniel Radcliffe ever... And you've never seen Harry, Harry Potter, Potter totally at all. He head. looks different uh, in your head, yeah. That's exactly yeah. why people who, um, uh, you know, like, for example, I don't know if you've read it, but Lee Child wrote a book series called uh, Jack Reacher. It's about, like, it's yeah. like big, yeah, tall, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Jack, Jack Reacher is, like, six foot six, isn't he? Quite wide and built. Yeah. got a strong American accent. And he's, like, a bit gruff and scruffy yeah. and all that jazz. And that's, you build a picture now. You know exactly what he looks like in your head. And then you look mm-hmm. at the billboards and the posts and you see Tom Cruise and you think, oh, what yeah. is going on? That is nothing yeah. like Jack Reacher at all, not like how it's totally written. Butchered. Totally yeah. butchered. Yeah, so it's one of those yeah. things where books allow you to build that kind of world. And it's about, um, I guess, people's interpretation on screen for film. That's why it has such a specific fan base, such a specific yeah. audience. Like, you might yeah. like one film, but I don't like it at all for, for some reason or another. Um, but, you know... Everyone can always say, oh, I like this book. This book is good. That's because everyone can yeah. build their own picture. Uh, it's yeah. their own, like, I guess, sandbox world, isn't it? Uh, Where they can build can whatever they want. Yeah, indeed. Cool. It is crazy. But, you know, yeah, it goes to a certain point. You know, Harry Potter obviously has, I think he was described in the book when you first saw him as somebody with round spectacle glasses and a certain colour yeah. of hair, a certain height. So it yeah. allows you, tunnels you down to a certain point that he looks yeah. a bit like uh, this, but it doesn't give you too much information. So, so you can like you can pick mm-hmm. up the finer details she, yourself. So Some of it as well, she gave you one outstanding feature. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like... Hook like nose, those, for example. Do, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Snape with his greasy hair. Yeah. So, so as soon as she said the greasy hair, you instantly knew who she was talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it was, it was like that click. You go, yes, it's Snape. Yeah. It, it, everything else apart from that, she didn't really describe him. She allowed your imagination to build him into it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, and I think, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, I've never actually, unfortunately. Unfortunately, I've yeah, never Harry Potter, read right? Harry Potter, um, which is a which is a bad thing. And you know what's worse is the fact that I've watched all of the Harry Potter films, which means that now yeah. when I go back to the books, all our picture is the cast. Nah, it's nah. You'll manage it. You'll manage it. Like yeah, you forget about the books and just take it all afresh because you will. You'll take it all afresh because you miss so much that like the books seem like a totally different 
you know, entity. Yeah. You, you miss all, like, the internal dialogue as well, all people's mm-hmm. thoughts and, like, you know, like, their emotions fighting, stuff like that. Um, Some things as well within books that you actually don't think in a, in a cinema. It's like, if you give, like, an action scene, for example, it, like, goes through... And it happens. It's mm-hmm. like like a minute long, for example, and something yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. might miss like three or four things within that. And when you watch a film again, you go, "Oh, I didn't notice that the last time." Um, yeah. And then yeah. with with a book, though, you read everything. Don't you? you read all of the words? Yeah. You read all of the sentences. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you always catch everything. Hopefully, anyway, as long as you don't skim mm-hmm. read. But well, it's, that's the way as well. That it's dead sneaky. Is it, it mentions everything, so it slips in things that are significant into mm-hmm. insignificant, like things do you know what i mean yeah yeah like like you know that like uh harry potter's a wizard almost straight away yeah it's the way it slips it in that it's they're clever so you have to work it out and then when you get to the point where you've worked it out you go god they said it right at the beginning (laughs) when he did that yeah do you know what i mean the fact that he could talk to snakes was in the first like you know couple the first couple of chapters and the Mm -hmm. fact that it was so important in the end yeah was like mad do you want to know something uh, that I, I guess is um, similar but in TV form is going right back to yeah. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad hid subliminal stuff in right at the very yeah. start, halfway through, uh, and it all had an effect on the end outcome of the actual show. And that's why people love it so much because it's yeah. so you know cleverly written. And when people look to analyze it, they go, oh, I missed this bit. Oh, and this bit adds yeah. to it. It's like, um, I don't know whether you know... But like James Gunn on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and wherever he he posts his other stuff, has always been really big about Easter eggs within his um, within his Marvel movies. So like Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. for example, is, is filled with Easter eggs, and quite a lot of people have worked most of them out. But there's one specific Easter egg that nobody has worked out yet, and, yeah. and people keep tweeting him and saying to him, "Look, I've, I think I found it. It must be in this scene when this happens, and it must mean this." Mm. And every time, nope, is the response. Or not yet, or almost, or you know, he's just trying to tease I people. If he's actually done it. He probably has. He's or probably he's in there. And them like kept, you know. But it's so hard that he might never find it. It might be like a, a pixel within like a within like a certain frame on yeah. one of the movies in an insignificant place. You know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's crazy how much detail that people can put into stuff. Um, yeah, I guess it's. It's all down to how much you want to put into a movie, isn't it? Really, and how much time you have to put into something. If you have like ample time to put in Easter eggs, to put in little bits and pieces that might point an audience in a certain direction, then yeah, go for it. And that happens quite a lot within series projects. So like, you know, like within the Marvel, the Marvel Universe, the DC Universe, Star Wars, for example, you can always do Easter eggs mm-hmm. in those stuff. But yeah. with standalone films, it's kind of tough, isn't it, really? Because um, yeah. you, you just kind of one and done. As you, as you, yeah. I think you mentioned this already, um, but it's like over and done with it with an hour and a half, so you not don't have that much chance to to tell your story. Whereas in TV yourself. show within within longer yeah. films, trilogy films and stuff, you always have that time to tell more and more. I guess that's that's why you can't like you never really have that emotional bond, you know, like yeah. with a film when you're sitting there in the movies. You never yeah. really have your heart in your mouth, do you? Because right. you, you don't get enough backstory and. You know, I don't know, you know, I, the there's, there's you certain movies where I've really been, like, hooked and glued to it and thought that was a really good film at the end of it. Yeah, but, uh, like, do you mean, like, like sad ones and stuff like that that really clutch you? Well, mm, mm, I, I don't think, know. Like, go on and name one. Uh, Parasite. I haven't seen it. Name Amazing one. film. Um, 
Inception. Inception? Yeah. Yeah, but see, I feel like you appreciated that film for the cleverness and the intricacy, not the personal... Yeah, but and then he was able to tell that within two hours. Do you know what I mean? The ability to tell that intricacy yeah. in that intricate yeah. story and all of that detail within two hours was absolutely stunning. To be honest. Imagine imagine uh, imagine if it was a TV series. There'd be yeah, so much to it. But I feel like people yeah. might get bored. Yeah, it'd be like Game of Thrones at the end where you didn't know who was rocking yeah. around Yeah, with if what, it gets like... too confusing, ending it at a certain point is always the best way forward. Yeah. yeah. It, okay, yeah, I got a yeah, good one then. Right. What about what about nineteen seventeen? Have you seen that one? Is that, that's the war one, isn't it? Yeah, the one that's all done in one shot by Sam Mendes. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen it. Oh, man. You've got to watch that film, man. It's it's class. Absolutely oh. class. Um, but yeah, there there is certain, certain bits and pieces where I think more so in TV, escapism is more prevalent in TV than it is in film. Um, yeah. But then again, you know, uh, I guess like Ready Player One was a good example. So Ready that Player was, One yeah. was, was very, that very was good really film. good about going into a virtual world, about being in this like broken down version of, of Earth in the far, far future. That's a really yeah. great form. And Avatar 2 is another one, which is a prime example of being able to escape into a film to get hooked on something. In, yeah. Do you know what it is? In, in both of them, it, it does go on. I was going to say, something that really stuck out and I just had like a light bulb moment then, what mm. it majorly is, is the world build that the writer's like designed mm-hmm. around it mm-hmm. allows you to like sit back and I guess expand on it. So yeah. you think about like the Lord of the Rings universe, the Hobbit, the Avatar universe, and of course um, the Star Wars universe. They all have different languages. They have different like time periods. Yeah. Like that, oh god. Yeah. yeah the yeah. list is endless, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, absolutely. And yeah. and that ability to delve into that is something that people. I guess can escape to. I guess, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why. That's why those movies do so well, though. It's because mm-hmm. there's so much like op- you know opportunities and stuff like that. They can go on for so long. Yeah, I guess like uh, I don't know if there's like a. Uh, uh, I mean, people have written like I, books I, of I, languages about Lord of the Rings. It. You know what, what I mean? People, people have literally written like dictionary languages for Elvish from Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you know, yeah. like that's how far or, people have gone Klingon. to it. Klingon as well, yeah. Klingon Star Trek, yeah. Star Trek, yeah. Love it, like Star Trek. Yeah, yeah that is absolutely, absolutely crazy, isn't it? It's just yeah. the amount of detail that people can put into something and can and can do is. It's, it's actually it's impressive. Star Wars and Star Trek wrong. I know. I, I think like, I uh, might actually have to crucify. Yeah, I was just checking <laughs> my phone to make sure my emails hadn't already been hacked and yeah, yeah. <laughs> every Big embarrassing trouble. picture of me like oh uploaded God, to yeah. the dark web. God, uh, <laughs> I can feel it. I'm gonna be I mean, <laughs> speaking of the dark web, I think it's probably yeah. a really good time to swiftly transfer onto our movie choice of the week. Um, so yeah. something that we want to try and do oh, with yeah, in the yeah, podcast um, is to actually do a we pick out a movie. Uh, we watch the movie and obviously give our own opinion slash review on said movie within the podcast and also form a, a written version up to put up on our website too. Um, so the actual... Do we, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is news to you. Oh, no. You've got to do some more work. That's <laughs> more work. God damn it. Damn it. Go yeah. So, okay, Go the movie on. that we chose this week was, in fact, Death to 2020. It's a documentary. Mm-hmm. 
uh, feature film on Netflix, and it came out just before the end of the year. And actually, it's meant to be a comedy. It was written by the guys who created Black Mirror, which is the TV show that also aired on Netflix. And it do you, did you ever watch Black Mirror, John? I, I watched a couple of them. They I, are I creepy, absolutely yeah. creepy, um, because you, obviously you they are that. like mixed mm. alternate reality. Um, slightly in the future, but also not very far in the future, which is the most worrying thing. And it told of yeah. stories that what if, you know, technology did this to you instead? And mm. basically that was the whole output. One of the craziest ones is those, those uh, killer bees, you know, the metal killer hornet things. Did you ever watch that episode? Oh, God, that was scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not like a like horror film scary, like scary to think of that that tech is quite easy it's to not far replicate off, and make. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, so when they that did was cool. Bandersnatch did you ever watch that no so Bandersnatch was an interactive film oh yeah yeah, it's, yeah uh, the choices that you it. made impacted the end outcome and you could uh, end up having a film that was three hours long or a film that was 20 minutes long depending on what that choices right? that you yeah. made yeah I watched oh, it four times and the maximum amount of time I got to was an hour and a half I couldn't get past an hour and a half yeah. The first one was ten minutes. That was rough. He died very quick. But um but yeah. There was there was a scene I basically I chose wrong. Even, I didn't even know that was a thing. It's on Netflix still, you could probably watch on it. On Netflix. Mm-hmm. What was it called? Bandersnatch. B A N D E R S N A T C H. Bandersnatch. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. So have a boss, it's very good, very very good. Uh, there, there was something that I, I chose wrong, and he basically went psycho, killed his dad, and then killed himself in the yeah. kitchen. Yeah, uh, and it was very violent. How many like eventualities did they have to film on for that? That was uh, I can't imagine. It must have been a crazy amount. It must have been a crazy mm-hmm. amount. And also did the fact that they were able to it knit it together for? so well. Uh, they, they must have taken a while because it was I think it was like about a year and a half maybe after they released their last series. Yeah. So uh, it's pretty good going, to be honest, unless they were already started on it prior to them releasing the other series. But I, I'd say that two, three years, I can imagine that would have been mistaken to make it. Because obviously, as you say, the eventualities had to have been filmed, made, edited yeah. together. But also the whole idea being of being able to knit it. Sit down. Can you imagine Go trying on. to knit it together as like a program? Do you know what I mean? Again, you'd have to have a team of people that sat down and like thought about every you know, option that they were going to give you. Yeah, yeah. Because you like, get silly it, stuff like... like he, this giant spider egg, wasn't it? Honestly, you, you go into the show, right? You walk down the mm. stairs, and the first choice you have to make is what cereal you have for breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. How crazy is that? And then one of the choices is, like, what, what track do you listen to on the bus on the way to mm. work? You know, stuff like that. Oh it, and, and they all affect... They all have an outcome. They all have a mental effect. They all have a breakdown effect. And it all it's, then changes uh, the outcome. It's absolutely it's, mental it's, how much. Yeah, uh, it's a, a very clever play on like the you know the infinite universe kind of yeah. theory. In it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And yeah, that's something that, that Black have been very good at doing all the time. They were even like they were they were good at doing it even all the way back when they first started. I don't know if you watched yeah. that um, that Tinder style one, which gave you uh, like a match yeah. with a person, and it was a certain amount yeah, of time you yeah. had to be with them. And she mm-hmm. she hated the guy, didn't she? And she got him with like for three years or something like that. Was it crazy? Yeah. It's like, oh, it must be broken. And then, you know, didn't end up being broken. Um, I'm going to, right, next time. Yeah. We'll do that uh, Snatch one. Bandersnatch, yeah. That's what we'll review. All right, uh, we'll do that next yeah. week. 
That's fine. Yeah, I'm down for that. Okay, so let's get back on track. Let's have a little chat about Death to 2020. 2020. So obviously it is a comedy talking about the events of 2020 being recapped by Sam L. Jackson and a number of other people. Um, It's a comedy in that it's got jokes in it. Yes. It's it's more than a comedy. like. Absolutely. Go on, John. Give it it a little review. Frightfully intelligent. That's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Like... Again, it just it just opens up these eventualities to you. That if you think about the completely plausible, do you know what I mean? Billionaires yeah. that get to do whatever they want to do, and you know it happens, and we all know it exists, mm-hmm. and it just makes you realise that, like, oh my god, that's how that starts off. Like, yeah. it is mad that it's not real. Yeah, you could sit there, and some of the options and like things that people do, you could if they were on the news. I'd read it and I'd throw that magazine away like it doesn't matter. Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah. It's brilliant. So give us an example like, of that of that billionaire story. So what actually yeah, happens? The billionaire. Go on. Go on. What well, actually happens? It's just like it come it's it's the lead up to it and that. So it starts off with like um Samuel L. Jackson talking about climate change and it's like you know, give it gives you the whole the thing we've heard all year where we are making the world suffer yes and like uh, it goes on about Greta Thornburn doesn't it where yes. she stands up and talks to all the billionaires in this big press conference that's right yeah and like uh, that's why it's so clever see this humour takes you down that alleyway mm-hmm. of like oh someone's going to talk to me about like recycling stuff or some billionaire's going to invest in like a big recycling centre yeah or like you know vow to change the world and he just flips it on his head, and the billionaire sits in front of like Greta. For- you know, after listening to Greta Thornburg, and just goes, "Yeah, what I did was I bought a mountain in New Zealand, I hollowed it out, and now I live in this big bunker." And it's just <laughs> brilliant. It is yeah. like absolutely brilliantly tight told. I think well, the, the funniest and, bit about it was the how how like stone cold he was about how, it as well. Just matter of fact, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's it. That's why I did. When it, I did. Well, the interviewer asks him, doesn't he? He says like. Um, he says, oh, well, what do you think about all the negative things people are saying about you? And he goes, I don't think anything about them because the bunk is soundproof. And he just thinks, yeah. that is a billionaire's line. <laughs> that, like, Absolutely. That's exactly what they'd be saying. Yeah, 100%. But, uh, that, well, what got me about that is that if you've watched any Apocalypse films or TV shows ever, there's mm-hmm. always like some mad cult faction that has like a bunker. As, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. That is exactly how villains are made. Mm-hmm. Billionaires making the like immoral decision. Yeah, thinking it's that they're doing mad. something right, thinking that they're trying yeah. to help the environment or the climate or the world. I'm trying to save just, the world by vaporizing Africa himself. or whatever, you know. Then, yeah. but in yeah. reality, they're actually evil in every way. I mean, there's a, well, they always reason it. All good villains have a reason. Except mm-hmm. for the Joker, all good reasons have like you know, do you know what I mean? Give yeah. you like that relatable reason. And if you were a billionaire and you've seen the world falling apart around you, mm-hmm. you could well take that approach to life where screw everyone else, I'm going to look after myself and give myself like a floating island that's totally impeccable. Yeah, absolutely. And like that's how villains are made. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is, isn't it? Damn that's right. Exactly how Damn right. Are made. I I would oh, yeah. yeah. Honestly, I I don't watch 
something that I might actually start doing this year in general, I might start watching proper, actual, real documentaries rather than this is yeah. actually classed as a mockumentary instead. But um, uh, but I, I do, yeah, I think it, I think it would, yeah. <laughs> knowing, knowing more about reality would probably upset me way too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, Death to 2020 is absolutely amazing. Do heavily recommend Brilliant. that you watch it. Brilliant. Um, and it's on Netflix, isn't it? On Netflix. And it's uh, absolutely available now. With that being mm-hmm. said, I think it's wise to wrap up the podcast for this week. We'll be back next week, of course. Have yeah. a little chat about Bandersnatch, amongst other things, too. But thanks very much, John, for, for joining me today. Uh, you too. It, it's, it's, been, it's been good fun, hasn't it? See you next time. Yeah, absolutely. I bid you all farewell. Ooh. If you did enjoy, obviously, don't forget to, uh, to follow along on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you actually find us, of course. If you do want to come and check out all of our other content, then you can come have a look at our website, come and have a look at our social media, give us a follow or a like or whatever the hell you fancy. But anyways, guys, thank you very much for listening. My name is Tom, and I will speak to you all next week. Bye. You should have been a telemarketer. Thanks. I know. Honestly, I should have done done any, um, you know, like you the uh, ripping off old ladies, like no one's oh, business. Oh, honestly, amazing. <laughs>